another world, another time in the age of wonder. You are listening to Trial by Stone. Trial by Stone. Trial by Stone. This is what I came for. Your vital essence, the dark crystal. I can feel something. Hear it almost. Don't move. Don't move? Where would I go? Hello and welcome to Trial by Stone. This is the Dark Crystal Podcast. I'm your host, Philip Mitchell. I just want to say thank you for tuning in. As we're sort of getting closer and closer to the release of the show, it's still such a surreal thing. Like almost two years ago when they first announced that show and, you know, each month we'll always be talking about the anticipation, the anticipation, and we're almost here. So, of course, you know, with me is uh, Jamie and Ethan. How how you both guys been going? I am well. How are you, Ethan? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I am fantastic. Uh, thanks for asking. You know what? Edit that out. I'm good. (laughs) No, don't, don't edit that. This would make the show fun. Yes, exactly. (laughs) You're good. Okay. Ethan, keep going. And. Oh, uh, me. Uh, (laughs) sorry. Uh, I'm fantastic. I'm glad to be here. I'm hyped. I'm hup. What up? (laughs) Oh, that was good. That's good. I got to sit down. So whenever we're talking with Ethan, he's like, oh, yeah, he's all excited. And then he says, but when I get on the show, I get all paralyzed. So I'm trying to bring him out of that. Take my hand, Jamie. Uh, I'm me- taking it. I'm taking it virtually. Do you feel it? I, I, I'm coming with you. <laughs> yes, I will follow you. <laughs> oh, this got derailed. Derailed. But that's yeah. okay. That's what makes spontaneous podcasts fun. You know, I feel the magic. Don't we all? Yeah, or, it's. I mean, the magic is almost upon us. Like on on August. I know the 30th. we're in August. I know we're in August now. You know how exciting is that? Oh my god! <laughs> it's so it's so exciting. I have to remember not to say uh, drop an f bomb because I really want to. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> well, of course. Uh, I mean, you you got you. I mean, you were lucky enough to actually you know see the episode. I mean, of course yourself, Ethan, seeing the first episode, and like I'm just the only one from the podcast that. I haven't seen the first episode yet, but I mean, I'll just have to, you know, wait patiently as, you know, along with all the other fans that are just waiting for the show to come out on August 30th. So yeah, we've got a lot to look forward to. And I know we've been mean to, to record a show, you know, a week or so ago, like from San Diego Comic-Con, um, but, you know, scheduling wise, it sort of, it didn't work out, unfortunately. I guess like with us, we're sort of like the great conjunction um, because we're all in two, three different uh, time zones. Sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't, but you know, here we are, for, um, which is, which is great. And yeah, I mean, of course, you know, we're, we're definitely going to be talking about, uh, the trailer that, that came out from Comic-Con, that sneak peek video. And there's, I think so much more that we're going to talk about, but I don't know, guys, I don't know. Did, did you want to just jump in into talking about the sneak peek video or, or was there like other things you wanted to, to start off with before we get into talking about that, that video, the trailer? Let's jump into the trailer, but I want to hear what you have to, what you think about it, Phil, because I don't hear you, like, I want to hear what excited you about that trailer. What really excited me about the trailer is, I guess, just seeing the behind the scenes stuff. It has been something I've sort of been wanting to see in such a long time. I think I remember in early, early shows of Trial by Stone, I always kind of mentioned about how I would love to see a trailer that's sort of on, sort of on par with 
I mean, I don't know if you guys remember, but at San Diego Comic-Con 2015, uh, with the Star Wars, the Force Awakens panel, Star Wars was coming back in a big way. And they had that sizzle reel, which was sort of like a bit of a behind the scenes clip of, you know, you get to see the cast and them just making sets and building sets and just seeing things to come to life. And I think this was sort of, with the Age of Resistance, this was sort of their own sort of take on that. I think it was just a perfect to, you know, to really, to really showcase the work that was done for the show. And I guess, you know, for those people that want to know, but, you know, trivial-wise about about this trailer, I mean, of course, when you um, hear a guy saying, when you look at every detail in the Dark Crystal, those things are the apex of somebody's art. We actually found out that it is uh, Javier Grillo Markswash, who's one of the exec producers and, and did write um, episodes of the show. That was his voice. I didn't know that. That's cool. It sounded a little bit like Mark Hamill to me as well. For, for I'm like, is that Mark Hamill? Sounded a little bit like him. Like, no, that's probably not him. But it's great. Yeah, Glad yeah, you know. yeah. I, I think he I think he posted on Twitter, and I think he confirmed that that was his voice. Yeah, because it's like you, you didn't know who he was because you know there wasn't like an interview shot of him or that sort of thing. I mean, you know, there, there's so much more. I mean, especially like seeing the th- the frouds, like all three of them together. You know, Wendy and. Brian and, and of course, Toby Froud, their son, being, you know, all the Frouds sort of being involved in such a big momentous, you know, project like the Dark Crystal. It's, um yeah, it was just really cool just to see them three together. And, you know, there's a lot in this behind the scenes thing. Like I'm just watching it and I'm pausing it. And, but yeah, like overall, I think it was like a fantastic first half of that sneak peek being behind the scenes. And then the second half is sort of a bit of a trailer, but more of a sort of a montage, I guess, of of what the show's going to look like, of course, when, it, when it's out. Yeah, I guess, Jamie, because, I mean, you were there at Comic-Con. You know, what were the reactions like from this trailer or, or anything, like, just in particular, yeah? Just to let our listeners know, I did write about my experience at Comic-Con. It is on darkcrystalpodcast.com. Go check it out. It was kind of a front seat experience in Hall H where they had a panel with Louis Leterrier, Mark Hamill, Taryn Edgerton and Lisa Henson, and it was fantastic. So my sort of how I contextualize myself within that space, I mean, it's a story in of itself, but what was really magical, of course, like the trailer was amazing. And what I love about that trailer is, yeah, the behind the scenes stuff is just that first opening shot where you see the, the Gelfling guards. I think they're standing or they're hanging or whatever, just all the artistry and you, you can just feel it. And I haven't experienced this type of wonder and excitement since definitely m- maybe The Force Awakens. But even before, like what I'm experiencing now reminds me of being a child and experiencing the Dark Crystal for the first time or going to the theater and seeing Return of the Jedi and then watching behind the scenes on how they made job and all of these things. So I feel like we're in this time right now where this magic is happening that has not happened since the 1980s. Truly, truly. But to kind of remind, well, you guys know, but certainly uh, our listeners who haven't read the piece, please go read it if you haven't. I sat next to Hallie Stanford. Behind me was Jeff Addis, Will Matthews, Javier, and uh, the guy who puppeted Hup. Victor Yared. Um, so, you know, when I was sitting down, I had to reintroduce myself to Hallie. Phil and I had met her in person in April, and it was great, lovely person. Just the Henson people are really, really great and really lovely. And so I reintroduced myself to her because I was sitting right next to her. I was like, hey, Hallie. And when I was sitting next to her initially, I was 
uh, texting, uh, or I was telling Ethan, um, I don't think Hallie remembers. I don't think she remembers. I'm like, okay, okay. I'll just ask her, say, Hey, and I was like, Hey, Hallie, remember me? And she's like, yeah, you sort of look familiar. And I said, Oh, I'm Jamie. I'm part of the podcast, blah, 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 blah. And she was just so kind and nice. And, and then, I mean, I was so close to that stage. It was really great. And to be a part around a group of people who were instrumental in bringing back the most prized possession in terms of not possession, but I feel like I have possession of it, but the world that is so, so close to all three of us um, to that, that we have ownership in to be around that group of people who've brought this to life. And then there's Louie on stage and Mark and, and Taryn and Lisa to be around that quality of people was just, Oh my God, I can't imagine. I mean, of course my dream is to sort of be a part of that. Maybe not doesn't have to be, you know, Dark Crystal, but just kind of be a part of movie making. That would be lovely. Um, but it was just, I was pinching myself. It was a dream come true. I could not imagine it. And maybe for for those people, this is everyday, you know, they're working on shows, they're working on scripts, they're producing this and that. This is everyday life for them. But for people like me, who are a spectator, it was a dream come true, hands down. And I will never forget it. So... Yeah, I mean, like, it really was almost like it was, you know, a part of Dark Crystal history, you know, how with the Age Resistance, whole H panel was one of the biggest sort of Dark Crystal panels. Because, of course, I mean, Lisa mentioned about that this is the third time that they had a Dark Crystal panel, you know, trying to originally trying to get the power of the Dark Crystal happening. And so it's like, well, third time's the charm. So, um, yeah, it was just great, the responses that, that we got from the panel. Um, but also, I guess, you know, with people's sort of initial reactions, uh, everyone at Hall H got to watch the first episode of the show, so which was pretty incredible, yeah. Yeah, what did you think, uh, Ethan, of the trailer, of that first new trailer? That first new trailer, the Comic-Con yeah. trailer? Absolutely loved it, blew me away. I'm with you guys, I that behind-the-scenes look was... I guess it got me really excited because I did not know that the frauds were as involved as they are. I thought they were kind of like, if you have any questions, give us a call. But this yeah, is your like, like consultants, thing. I guess. Yeah. 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 Like, you know, but I didn't know that Brian was doing concept art and like he was like, you know, knee deep in this. I'm like, oh, my gosh, this is really, truly his baby. Just like. The original was that that got me really excited i guess in a way that maybe age of resistance was going to be how do i say this nicely like not nicely like i thought it was going to be people that saw the original and oh you know we're gonna do some a continuation of that or, or you know a prequel this really truly is the you know legitimate not continuation but prequel to the dark crystal because it's the jim henson company it's Brian Froud, Wendy Froud, and now Toby Froud working on this, along with people that really, truly know this material working on this. So it's like, it's got me more excited than ever. A couple of years ago, I, I was like, you know, I'm ca- cautiously optimistic, but now I'm, I'm like, I'm all in. So that got me excited. And just the visuals of the trailer, I mean, I, I gasped when Irvod the Archer shot that arrow. I was like... Oh, snap, you know, right in my face. And Skegmall, the hunter, 
jogging uh, through the, the forest. I'm like, oh my god, so he run now. And I know that all the, the gelflings flying around him too. How amazing was that? Yeah. Like, it, oh my god, shivers. Yeah, that that was like an incredible shot. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, it's incredible shots we've never seen before, but they also feel so true to the universe. Like I don't know how to explain. You know what I mean? Like it doesn't feel wonky. Like no. it, you're I right. feel like it's expanding this universe like the Star Wars prequels did, but it's doing it in a way that doesn't feel <laughs> does it in a in a you know in a way that feels like an homage to the original. And sometimes I felt like the Star Wars prequels could o- almost felt diametrically opposed to the original. Like it just didn't feel sometimes it didn't feel like it was in the same universe. And from what I could tell in the trailer, I'm like, this is trying to be the same universe as Jen and Kira, you know, the Dark Crystal, Agra. And, of course, there's more Gelfling, more clans. You know, this is a lot more expansive, but it's definitely going to feel like that same world. And that's got me so excited. And, yeah, that, that, I've just got goosebumps and I'm counting down the days. I need this now in my life. Yeah, that incredible. I mean, that that's that's the one thing. Like, I, I like have to say, like, I mean, it's been awesome. Like, you know, as of now, we've been seeing some more images and all, and you know, with the show. But yeah, like, but for me, more than anything, I'm just like, I'm just ready to watch the show. <laughs> you know, it's just like, just give me the show, and yeah, and um, yeah, no way, more new yeah. shots. Just give me the show. Yeah, like, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, but even like examples in the trailer, like when you see uh, Deet, you know, starting that little little fire with uh next to her is Rian and I know uh, Tobias uh who recorded an interview with Brian Froud which is also on our website at darkcrystalpodcast.com and it is also on our YouTube channel as well um at youtube.com forward slash darkcrystalpodcast and Tobias actually brought out like like and that example of a shot and Brian Froud was like, yeah, I mean, that was a nightmare. You know, it was just every shot just seemed to be really hard and really complicated. And I think, you know, the same was you know true with, with Louis when he said that pretty much almost every shot is a nightmare, you know, just to get everything right. And um, just just incredible. And I mean, the big thing, I mean, I really loved uh, hearing like in that sneak peek was Lisa when she said, you know, I feel like uh, Louis is the right person to be standing in my father's shoes. What a compliment, yeah. right? Uh, you cannot yeah. get any higher uh, praise than that. I mean, and uh, really it's true. Like, I mean, this man, you're not just directing 10 episodes of a show, which is already unheard of and unprecedented. Most of the time with Netflix, with these big streaming services, maybe the showrunners write the first couple episodes and they direct the first couple Whereas Louie, not even, not only did he direct every episode, he was involved with writing. He's been involved with Henson for about eight years. I think he said that publicly. Yes, yeah. Like, yeah, I mean, he was involved, I mean, back in the days of when Power of the Dark Crystal, they were trying to get that film happening. And uh, I think he I think he was like the last, I know he went through so many directors, but I think he was like the last director before, unfortunately, you know, the film got, you know, didn't, didn't happen. And sort of trans transition from that into the TV show, um, which has been yeah just just fantastic. But yeah, it was just like just just high praise uh, from from Lisa about Louis Leteria, and I'm just so excited to see just to see his work like with with the show, like especially like when I was watching the 
even this trailer, but even with the other trailer, every shot is moving. There's always some kind of motion, you know, moving with the camera or, or characters are moving. Yeah, it's just incredible, just the work that, that he has done on this project. And, and, and like you said, I mean, especially with directing 10 episodes, there's not a lot of like with TV shows, not a lot of, um, you know, filmmakers that direct an entire season. It is very, very rare. I mean, the only time that's really happened, like recent history, of course, would be uh, David Lynch when he directed all the episodes of Twin Peaks. Yeah, it's just incredible just, you know, to, to have this, you know, one vision, you know, through Louis throughout the show. I mean, you have all the puppeteers, you have all the cast and crew, but just his his vision, you know, for the show, it's, um, yeah, it's going to be incredible. And uh, just to remind people that not only was he directing every episode, he had a camera rig on for every episode. So he's in there directing every episode, but he's also shooting it as well. That type of work, the rehearsals involved, everything that people don't understand, they don't understand. And I'm not saying this because I have a sneak peek into just Age of Resistance. I'm also saying this because being a film, uh, uh, a fan of films and watching behind the scenes documentaries since I was a kid, it is so much work. People don't understand. And I, that's, I know Age of Resistance is going to drop all at one time. There's going to be 10 episodes around 10 hours and we're going to consume it all. Most of us will, or we'll try to stay. I don't even know if I, I just don't I have to take the day off or something. I want, you know, like for instance, there's a, an image that released today and we should probably mention that. And it shows three gal or two gulflings and they're in the forest and there's bubbles all around and there's two pod people or podlings in like little bathtubs, like wooden bathtubs and there's soap. And it's just an iconic image already. It is absolutely beautiful. Like it is, but it's also so dark crystal at oh, the yeah, same t- time. Yeah. It, 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 yeah, it's just like, you know, it's something that we've never seen before. You know, puppet characters in a bathtub, you know, that sort of thing. But it does scream Dark Crystal. It's just like, well, you know, it's just, it's, it's fun. It's, it's funny, but so, yeah, it's, it's so cool. I, I, I mean, I, I really love the image. Yeah, and just seeing all the bubbles yeah, around, you know. <laughs> totally, and just again, though, the work that was involved to create this shot. There are puppeteers underneath the gulflings. There's puppeteers underneath the the podlings or there's some radio control involved then you have a set and the set might be in pieces and you have people with the bubbles and everything to kind of make this thing come alive no Every, you're ruining it for me no 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 no. those are podlings. oh whatever yeah and those are <laughs> and they are they are taking a bath and there's okay. no yeah. humans in there no and, no humans at all. <laughs> no no humans really manipulating you. Yeah. <laughs> and I will I will always go on and on and on about the people behind the scenes, not just the director or the cinematographer or the DP, also the puppeteers who to me are the stars of this show, who have not really have have not really experienced any publicity yet. And I just think it's time to really give them props and to praise them for the work that we've seen of there so far. Of course, me and Ethan have seen the uh, the first episode and it was just amazing and I can't stop thinking about it. But really these puppeteers are heroes. These puppeteers worked hard. They had their hands above their head all day long, 16, 17 hour days. It's amazing work. And I just want people to be able to appreciate it uh, for the work that was involved. We haven't seen anything like this since the eighties. So, Absolutely. Yeah. We just got so much to look forward to. And I, I just love it. I mean, that little quote from Louis when he's like, you know, when you're watching the film or the idea is that you watch the show and you forget you're watching puppets. And again, that this was something I, I probably mentioned a while ago that 
it's like with the Dark Crystal, with the Gelflings and the Skeksis, that I don't see them as puppets. Like I see them as living creatures in a way. I mean, of course, there are puppeteers that are puppeteering it, but the way it's just all so convincingly that they're in, you know, we're in this unique world that, you know, unlike anything. So it's, and again, that's it. That, yeah. I, I don't know if you guys, maybe I'm crazy, but I do think that the Jim Henson company in NASA, they went to another planet and they filmed this. I don't know. <laughs> you guys are talking about puppeteers and all that. I don't, I, I think it's a cover story. I'd like to see if these puppeteers are real. I think that the Gelfling are are real living things. You know, prove me wrong. Change my mind. Well, well, I think actually you hit on a a, a really important topic, and of course, uh, I also see them. Like I look at these pictures of the big three: Brea, Ryan, Rian, and Deet, and I see characters. I see living, breathing things. But I also understand that there's puppeteers involved. But I. I almost disassociate. Yes, I know there's puppeteers involved, but I see them as living, breathing creatures. And so much so that I keep thinking about where Deet is right now. And I know there's probably several Deet puppets, but I keep thinking, well, where is she? What is she? <laughs> you know, like, where is she? Like, where, like, like she's just in a box somewhere. And I can't think of that. Like, it's like, that's how real they've become already. Um, and that's really the power of, Number one, before we've seen anything, when they release those characters, how alive she looked. I mean, you can see that first character image of her that they released in December, all three of them, but certainly Deet, she just looked alive. She just looked like, and it's that same feel that Agra has. I remember when I was a kid thinking, where did they get this lady? Where, like, where, where does she live? Like, I was convinced that Agra was real. And there's a part of me that still does. Like, when she takes her eye out and looks at Jen, and then she puts her eye back in. That's a real living thing. I don't give it. I don't care what people say. That is a living, breathing creature, and I, I want to. I want to meet her. I know. Like, I mean, I would love to meet meet her too. I, well, actually, I did. I did actually get to meet um, Olga and 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 Jen and and, and you know the Skeksis and the Mystics. I mean, that was back at the um, the Center for Puppetry Arts when when I flew over there in in April to actually see you, Jamie, and you know. And I know that that exhibition that's still uh, happening. I think it. I think it's wrapping up. I think in January. I know originally it was meant to wrap up in in September, but um, they decided to extend it a bit further. So, which which is which is great, of course, because it means it just gives um, fans more opportunity to check out the exhibition to to see all the the dark crystal, you know, the the creatures, the characters, as I'd like like, like to say. But also, I mean, it was actually really cool about um, with London. They're actually doing their own sort of exhibition with the Dark Crystal Age of Resistance with the uh, BFI in South Bank. So we'll certainly be having quite a few images or, you know, possibly a report about about the event. I know um, Tobias, who's, you know, who's part of the podcast, and um, I think he'll be involved with, um, you know, trying to do some coverage for that exhibition event and much more. So, no, which is which is really cool. So, And our friend James, James Reedy, is going to be at the BFI event our friend Rob Harper and these names we're throwing out. You guys have probably heard, seen them in the Crystal Shard group, but yeah, they're all going to be there. So it's going to be, it's going to be awesome. I wish I could go. It's going to be a fantastic time. I'm sure. Yeah, no, I, I wish I could, I could fly out there as well, but yeah, so, but I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to just seeing all the, all the photos and videos and reactions and, and all that kind of stuff. So there's just um, a lot, a lot to look forward to. Here's the thing, like I watch the Dark Crystal so much, I just think 
like Age of Resistance is just going to be on repeat. I'm going to come home and I'm going to turn it on. I'm going to come home and I'm going to turn it on and like try it and try and convince myself that it's real. And even though I've seen or we've seen the first episode, I'm, I replay it in my head like, did I really see it? Did I really see it the first episode? That's how amazing it is. That's how incredible the first episode is where – uh, yeah, I I am almost speechless, but I wanted to make make mention of one thing, and I don't almost feel like we're waiting on a TV series. It feels more than that, and maybe it's just because I'm a fan. I, I feel differently about Star Wars, um, which is a, a series very close to my heart. I don't know how you guys feel, but like with Age of Resistance, this show feels like it's, I don't know, it's like we're about to meet a family member we haven't seen in a long time. This is, this is like, this is something I can barely explain. Um, what, what we've been waiting on and the chorus of voices that we all know, the groups that we are all part of that have been waiting on this show. And it feels like, yeah, like we're about to be reunited with someone that we've loved all of our lives. that We haven't seen since we were kids. And I can't explain it better than that, but I also can't explain what that means to me personally, because everything, I'm a really emotional guy. Um, so this is like the best gift of my life. And I know that's a bit dramatic, but it's just I feel like I feel. we should hug. Should we hug? Yeah, no, virtual, virtual, let's, virtual let's hug. Virtual hug. <laughs> hug. Yeah, there we go. There we go. All right. <laughs> I just wanted to say, I don't, I can't remember what I say to you guys off the air and what I say on the air. But to me, you know, I'm more of, I guess, more intellectually tied to dark crystal so you know for you jamie it's like meeting a long lost family member to me watching the first episode was like seeing my dreams come true i guess you know it was like as cheesy as that sounds like but it was more than that i told my wife it was incredible to see that all my wildest dreams about dark crystal for all my life you know my wildest dark crystal fantasies everything i saw in that just that first episode was better than anything i could have come up on my own all of my theories and fan fictions and concepts and stuff it was blown away in just one episode and so you know i've got nine more to watch sorry philip um I did, i'm not trying to rub it in um <laughs> sorry stoners don't worry i i i and and uh, like i will say like i even tried you know calling out to netflix you know Oh, you know, get a, a a press screener sort of thing, so I can I can watch it in advance and and be able to you know record things in advance sort of thing. Yeah, Happy to sign Netflix NDAs stoners if you're listening. Um, but yeah, no, it's all good. It's all good. It's all good. <laughs> yeah, Netflix stoners, you know, hook them up, hook them up. Um, or you yeah, could no, just send a screeners to all three of us, and we could no. Actually, I I like the fact that we have to we that we have to wait for everybody else. Really, like I just I love community experiences. Um, with stuff like that. And I think also like with the dark crystal or with age of resistance, I grew up in a very unorthodox way. So it was a lot of, when I saw films, it was with like 60 to 70 other children. Um, even when we went to the theater, we all got into a van and they took us to see the return of the Jedi or, or, uh, lady Hawk or the princess bride. And so what's been amazing about this experience with age of resistance is all of you that we've we, we've been anticipating 
this for a long, long time, but we've all been anticipating. We've all been together, like waking up during the dry spell, like, oh, there's not been nothing released. What do you think, Ethan? What's your prediction? Like, when are we going to see something? It's been 600 days and nothing. Does the show exist? We've all been there together. We've all been on this journey. We've all met up together, like, um, or whether we're in like private chat groups or whatever, or in our, our large Facebook groups, this is a journey we've all been on together. So it feels like a fellowship and that's what makes it wonderful. And that's, you know, really, I think, um, experiencing things with community makes it better. And, uh, hopefully the, hopefully we love the show. We love everything and hope everyone else does too. Yeah, definitely. And I guess like for myself, like, I mean, I, I, I guess I find the dark crystal very, I guess, personal, um, to me, because I mean, growing up with the film, because I, I would sort of be the only one that'd be watching the film on VHS or on DVD sort of thing. So it's always been like, I've always watched it sort of by myself, but just love the world and everything about it. And so this is just such a unique sort of time, you know, being able to have this show, you know, being released with Netflix. Um, but not only that, but just having, being able to interact with so many people, as well, you know, with the show and, and especially, you know, I mean, this is, you know, back, you know, before the internet was around, you know, we're watching it by ourselves. So I guess, you know, as kids, we always thought, oh, I thought I was the only one, you know, that <laughs> knew about the Dark Crystal. But now, you know, with, with the internet and with the Netflix series, it's it really has changed the game um, all for the better. And, and that is the one thing I, I'd like to, you know, do a call out. I mean, for any fans that might be interested uh, wanted to leave a voicemail because um, I know uh, us three, we're definitely going to, be going to be doing these after shows for the Dark Crystal Age of Resistance. And if if you are interested in wanting your voice to be heard on the podcast, you could do so, you know, through our email address at darkcrystalpodcast at gmail.com. You can just send a, you can either send a, an email or even a voice message. Yeah, I mean, we might, you know, even play your, your message or, or read your um, email on, on the show. Yeah, I, it's really an exciting time to, like, here we are in the final countdown. It's really, really great. And uh, we are doing, like, a in the Crystal Shard group, which is sort of the official group of Trial by Stone, we're doing a, uh, a fact about Age of Resistance a day. It's a photo with, it's like a, an advent calendar almost, but it's a countdown to August 30th. So, and we're sharing those through Trial by Stone as well. So you can join the group and be a part of that. Um, but I just... just great way to uh to connect and if you got any ideas for facts to share in future days send us an email stoners go ahead you know yeah good, good fact definitely yeah and it's factual yeah we'll post it, it. yep and uh yeah definitely you know you can send it to us at dark crystal podcast at gmail.com or just reach out to us in in the crystal Shada group so we're all there so it's just such exciting to seeing all the interactions and i mean it was awesome that you know the crystal shard just recently reached uh 5000 uh, members so which is which is fantastic so um what? yeah <laughs> you didn't know that ethan but you're the mo- one of the moderators right <laughs> i i am an admin yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. and i print all 5000 of them i, I yeah. friend request everyone yeah just kidding. he's really busy a, yeah. he's really busy every day yeah <laughs> yeah uh, it's great yeah, yeah it's awesome it's it's just a great group and it's growing really, really strong and everyone is welcome. All opinions are welcome. It's just, again, I always like to kind of talk about it. Doug, our friend, Doug Bodine, who's the head admin, he started the group. He made Ethan and I co-admins and Jen. Um, but it's just a really great group to not 
you don't encounter bullying or public stupefying or making fun of people or just sort of the negative aspects of fandom that you might see elsewhere. It's just a really great place to be. So come and join up. But yeah, I, yeah, there's so much to look forward to. Yeah, it's been really cool. I mean, especially with social media, um, especially with Instagram, how um, they did a video with Olga. Olga wanted to, they, they wanted us to know if we knew about, if we wanted to learn more about the Skeksis or the Galflings and, I mean, a good, I think it was like a 60, I think it was almost like a uh, 70, 30% kind of thing for um, people wanting to know about the Gelflings. And and she kind of told the story about the Gelflings, you know, very briefly that there's, you know, seven clans and they don't get along. And um, yeah, and, and I mean, I think, and I think like Donald Kimball, who did the voice um, of Olga was just uh, very brilliant and just, yeah, it's, it's, it's almost, yeah, very spot on to, you know, what um, Billy Whitelaw um, did in, in the original film. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we did recently just make a post, or I made a post, um, sort of on behalf of just discussions that we've had, how amazing Donna Kimball's voice is. She is Augra. Uh, it just, it feels like her, I mean, it, it, yeah, it, she's just, it's a hard thing to do. That was one of the characters I was most nervous about to be honest with you uh because if you get that voice wrong it will pull you right out of it you know yeah the um, augra is dark crystal there's no jenny cura in this yeah. if that yeah. if yeah. if that didn't sell it then the whole thing would probably fall apart i think donna kimball should record <laughs> audiobooks for the jm lee ya novels uh oh, if there's wow. any uh stoners with any power over such things listening uh make it happen or heck, you know, find somebody on the the sidewalk that can record them uh, for a nickel. Uh, I I want some audiobooks uh, for those books. Um, my wife she wants to read the J.M. Lee books really bad, but she does not have time to actually read physical books. She listens to audiobooks at work, and uh, she would love to to read the the books, but there's no audiobooks. So. Anybody with the authority to do so, make some audiobooks. I promise you'd make money. You'd make money from my wife, at least. And the Henson Company would be so happy about that, wouldn't they? Hmm. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> no copyright infringement. By, by yeah. Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, Any lawsuit, uh, yeah. <laughs> Bill is the owner. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, yeah, that, that has been one of the things I've always been um, talking about, like in previous episodes, I think with the gathering songs with those round table shows about the books and there'd just be some chapters. I'm just like, oh, I'd love to have listened to that, you know, as an audio book, you know, hearing, you know, the narrator and hearing all the sound effects and the music and, and all that kind of stuff. Like, yeah. And like, I, I do love audio books myself. So, um, yeah, it would be, it would be so cool if I, um, ever got around to, to doing it. And yeah, I mean, you know, if I had Donna Kimball, you know, voicing, um, the, you know, narrating the book, um, maybe, yeah, narrating as, as Olga, that would be, that would be pretty cool. That'd be a dream come true. And you I'm know, a pronunciation can... guy. I'm always like, is it Omri? Is it Amory? I don't know. <laughs> they could do a whole show, a whole, like maybe mini series on Augra. I think it would be amazing. Oh my gosh! Don't even go there. My, I mean, we. Oh my, Inaugura uh, Origins or something. You know, like yeah. the early years, prehistoric. You know, right after birth, meeting the the prehistoric Gelfling clans. Oh man, we. I'll stop myself. Sorry, stoners. 
I, I'm sorry you had to see that. Yeah. That. <laughs> I, I mean, it was, it was cool that we actually got to see that um, or read that, I guess, um, with the Dark Crystal creation myths. But I mean, just seeing it live action, um, like as a miniseries, just her, you know, her journey around Thra and um, especially in that time period. And I mean, that that's really the big thing with, um, with Age of Resistance. Like when it comes out, like we all need to watch the show and just, you know, and hope, we just hope that it, it really uh, is really successful um, enough to to have a lot more dark crystal stories um, being told, whether they, they do another season or whether, you know, more books or comics. I mean, we know that we're going to get a comic um, for Age of Resistance in September. Um, but yeah, I think, you know, that's that's probably the big thing, like with Age of Resistance that, um, yeah, it'd be interesting to see, you know, hearing what people think about the show and just the reactions. And yeah, we... And I know we'll all be watching it. So we just got so much to look forward to yeah it's gonna be amazing and i can't wait i refuse to wait i'm gonna <laughs> i'm coming after you i'm gonna get in early uh, after we're done with area 51 we are going to la brea street the henson company and we're storming it and we're demanding <laughs> that we see every episode yeah <laughs> it can't stop us all <laughs> start up our own like facebook event uh, joking, of course. Wouldn't do such a thing. Oh, I wouldn't do such a thing. It. I'd have to fly over. I'd have to like spend a couple of grand just to come out. <laughs> <laughs> I could walk. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Take me a few hours. I, I think we'll probably wrap up for uh, this episode of Trial by Stone. Again, thank you so much for listening. There's going to be so much content to look forward to. And um, definitely stay tuned for the next episode of Trial by Stone because. Um, I'll be interviewing uh, some of the people who worked on the video game that was announced at E3, the Dark Crystal Age of Resistance Tactics. Uh, so what? that will probably be the... I, didn't I know, know that. What? Story I said, messages. Our, been yeah, I know. He's been messaging us both. Yeah. Oh, I knew. I... Okay. All right. How dare you? How dare I you? Know. <laughs> I know. This is <laughs> Ethan's last episode, no. people. He's been fired. It's been fun, stoners. <laughs> Listen to the next episode. I know I will. I've just been fired, yeah. but I am still fan. <laughs> he is so fan. Uh, we're we're bringing yeah. in Hop yeah. as our as our new third co-host. So, ladies and gentlemen, yes, yeah. Hop will be coming on. I wish. Yeah, I know, I know. I I can't wait to hear him on the show. Like, like him just talking his podling language, and yeah, it's it's. Yeah, there's just a lot to look forward to. It's 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 gonna be crazy. That'd be such a worthy replacement. I'm not even mad. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, oh, okay, okay, sure, sure. Yeah, sure, get huh? legit yeah. Victor yeah. Garrett on the show. Replace me. Oh my. Uh, <laughs> is I'm he actually Hup's mad. Voice it's as not well? really happening. What was that? Yeah, is, yeah, he, he is. is. Yeah. Okay. I have no idea what yeah. Hop's voice sounds like because he wasn't in episode one. I don't think was he, Ethan? Spoiler no. alert. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, that's not, was, we're not spoiling anything. He was no, 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 he kind of sounded like, "Hey, stoners, <laughs> hey, <laughs> what is up? Come to my yes. village and we'll take a bath." Uh, hey, Ryan, have you seen my bowl? <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry, stoners. <laughs> no, he's not. Uh, right. Yeah. But yeah, I, I think we'll sign up. But yeah, no, thank you so much. And yeah, I mean, if you want to find more about the podcast. You can do so at darkcrystalpodcast.com. You can visit our website there. You can find out all the episodes, all the news and articles and so much content there. And also with uh, the Facebook group at The Crystal Shard. So until next time, yeah, thank you so much and 
Stay tuned for the next episode of Trial by Stone.